Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another very special edition of the Blah Blah Podcast. My name is Evan Moore, and we are back here with the March Monster Madness 2. You might not have heard my voice in a while because I'm kind of a piece of garbage. But anyway, (laughs) I'm here now, and I'm joined with some wonderful, wonderful people, such as Sean Smith. Some call you the trash man. Uh, I am the trash man. Go eat that garbage. Dan Katz. Yo. Mike Dowling. Hello. And rounding out this crew is Stone Cold Steve Coltis. <laughs> What's up, Evan? How you doing, Mr. Steve Coltis? Not too bad, brother. What about you? I'm not doing too bad myself. Why, anyway. Why don't you two get a room? <laughs> oh, well, Sean. <laughs> Angry. Yeah, Sean, what are you, jealous? What do you want, Steve older yourself? <laughs> Jeez. Anyway, so like I said, we are back with March Monster Madness 2. We are down to the final eight. Is that correct, Sean? Yes, the final eight. Um, the quarterfinals of the uh, tournament. Um, and Sean, why don't you walk us through our final eight today? All right. Well, uh, in case this is your first time listening to this, uh, it is our bracket tournament. And uh, each matchup we are going to be judging based off of three categories, either cultural significance, uh, character design and head to head fight between the two characters. And if you want to take a look at the brackets, you can look on our Facebook and Twitter page. They're both on there. Um, so why don't we get right into it uh, with our first matchup? We have number one seed Godzilla. Uh, 30 film appearances. His height is 300 feet tall. His abilities include super strength, atomic breath, fast regeneration, strong tail, sharp claws, ability to swim, atomic energy pulse, durability, and energy absorption. And he's That's a lot of things. It's almost like they just made those up as they went along. <laughs> and he's facing off against number four seed, the Harvester Queen. Oh my yes! god. Oh no, Godzilla's here. I'm sorry, what were you saying? <laughs> <laughs> that legitimately <laughs> scared <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that Godzilla pop. Uh, okay, let's 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 keep going. Uh <laughs> number four seed, the Harvester Queen from Independence Day. Um, one appearance, uh, it is 216 feet tall and its abilities are high intelligence, jumping energy shield, telepathy, the ability to control smaller harvesters. And, uh, it uses a ridiculously big space gun. All right. Make a note. Ridiculously big space gun. <laughs> yeah, well, remember, it's ridiculous. Sean just said we could just listen to the Godzilla music again. <laughs> <laughs> dun, 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 dun. No, it was way too loud. <laughs> Oh, he's perfectly just loud enough. I just put my phone up to the microphone and hope for the best, so obviously it worked. (laughs) Well, obviously, Um, uh, Jason is not here, so I doubt we'll get any votes for the Harvester Queen. You know Uh, what's even better when you put it up really close to the mic? Barely hear that. Yeah, that was very quiet. <laughs> that, that that was ridiculously <laughs> very, low. Very underwhelming. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What about now? There we go. There it is. Let's play. Find our microphone. <laughs> dab dab dab. <laughs> dab dab dab. Anyway, Harvester Queen loses. 
<laughs> I, I mean, the fact that we had to have Gamera go down to this piece of shit already. I, I would assume that the Harvester Queen is this far up because Jason. He's the only one that's well, been vouching for it. Yeah, but we took his vote away last week, and in the Harvester Queen still won. So you took his vote away, yeah, but but he asked Yulia, which looks oh yeah that was that was the swing point for yeah, this that was, thing. That was the swing point. I forgot about that. Yeah. So theoretically, uh, I wouldn't put it all on Jason, although he has some some blame uh, going his way. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, as far as the categories go, uh, Godzilla, obviously, cultural significance. Although, um, you know, a lot of people do know what the Harvesters look like from Independence mm. Day, but not to they the level of Godzilla. They would not know that's the Harvester Queen. Okay, know, let's... They, let's... they just see it and be like, oh, that's the alien from Independence Day. Yeah. Uh, the categories are cultural significance, design, and fight. Yeah. I think the Harvester Queen would get its ass whooped by Godzilla. Godzilla um, has a lot of success against aliens. Yeah, I actually, I and I, guns don't do shit to Godzilla, so no, they that don't. Space rifles pointless. <laughs> no. Nope. Well, uh, well, I think we kind of outlined that the the space rifle doesn't matter anyway because um, in the movie it's constantly shooting at the school bus with Jeff Goldblum and the kids, <laughs> and she's missing, and she's missing everything. Uh, so it's it's not a good weapon, and in the movie, uh, the Harvester Queen is defeated by literally shooting at its back. They say that it's this, it's the weak point with the tentacles. Um, so That's literally, Godzilla's the thing is a weak rest. point against Godzilla. <laughs> the idea is all the Harvester Queen has going for it is it has a force field, but I mean, realistically, come on, does it really have a force field? Uh, and all Godzilla needs to do is just attack the back of it, do anything to it. I'm sure he's he can overpower it. Um, and the, the Harvester Queen is just it's just mush at that point. Um, so yeah, Godzilla, uh, I'm not even going to go into the design. I think that's just not important. Godzilla already wins the two. So yeah, I agree. Godzilla for me too. I mean, I, I would even say design for Godzilla because even though you're like, Oh, it's a dinosaur monster thing. Like there's a lot of cool stuff. about Godzilla. like he comes from the water for one. So it's like, that's different in of itself. And then every time they've made a new Godzilla movie, they've changed the design somewhat, like evolved the creature, especially, I mean, I know we're not even counting Shin Godzilla in this because that would be the most insane power level ever. But, uh, no, the design changes were physical. Like the costume was falling apart after a certain number of movies. Yeah. They were repairing it. Like that's some of the design changes. I would argue the most powerful Godzilla is the 1998 Godzilla. Because it just makes up powers okay, as the movie shut, goes along. Shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Stop. I, no, John has no vote. <laughs> shut the fuck up. Are you yeah, are cool. you are you kidding me? Look, the Godzilla in the '98 uh, version can change shot, change sizes. It hides in buildings. It is hides able to. Buildings. It's able. It's able to move around without making noises. Uh, it um, it it's able to lay eggs in Madison Square Garden. Didn't see that one coming. All right, if we're gonna get technical, that's not Godzilla. That actually has been retconned. Its name is Zilla. It appeared in Godzilla: Final Wars. So, and Godzilla kicked its fucking ass and kicked it in the house in in uh, Sydney, Australia. So, Godzilla fuck off. Over. 
Godzilla went over, brother. <laughs> um, yeah, the cultural Godzilla. significance. It, there's not really even a contest there. Yeah, it's got it's Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> so the name alone wins. Yeah. All right, uh, Mike. Do you have Godzilla. anything to say? Godzilla. Oh, nothing that has not already been said. <laughs> All right, let's go to the next matchup then. Uh, we have number 11 seed, Hedora. Uh Three film appearances. He is somewhere between 195 to 594 feet tall and weighs 48,000 tons. He's an alien pollution kaiju and a literal piece of shit. Uh, he has the ability <laughs> to change between forms and gain power via, <laughs> via absorption pollution. He uh, can shapeshift with sludge. He has regeneration, the ability to split into smaller forms, corrosive mist, and pollutant-powered energy I-beams. And he's facing off against number two seed, Predator. Uh, five appearances. He is seven feet tall, and his abilities are advanced technology and weapons, superhuman strength, durability, resilience, and superb hunting skills. I would like to see the Predator beat Hedorah. Really, that's that's uh, not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, the on, the fight-wise, it really, for me, once again, comes down to that damn poison, because if that poison can affect Godzilla, then you damn sure bet it's going to affect anything else on here. I mean, in the movie, I mean, of course, like, Godzilla's always, in all of his movies, he rarely meets fa- failure, so with Hedorah, it's not the, you know, it's not much of the, much different, but... I mean, at least Hedorah versus Predator. I don't see that. I don't see how Predator can win that fight because even if he blows holes in with his plasma gun, Hedorah will just kind of mold back together and then just melt him and make him part of himself and eat him. Yeah, and and the sheer size advantage too. Uh, oh yeah, it, it, I mean Predators in, in other canon besides the film are known for hunting larger animals and creatures. But very rarely do they take one giant creature down one on one. Like even those stories, if they're gonna like capture a queen, it takes a couple predators to to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think the predator would uh, probably lose in the fight, but I would say the predator does have it in cultural significance. So to me, it really comes down to which design do you prefer? Um, and they're kind of uh, it's kind of a toss up here. Yeah, they're both cool. I mean, you have the vagina eye monster versus, you know, the vagina the face vagina monster. Mouth. <laughs> yeah, yeah, see, I was Mike, exactly. You know what I'm talking Just about. Just pussies <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> but uh I, that oh, I, one I just, of them clicks. One of, yeah, one. <laughs> Why are you running? Yeah, why are you running? Yeah. No, <laughs> well, it's, it's dead now. Yeah, no, Is it officially dead? dead? Oh no, it's, that it's it's been dead for like a month now. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I, I think the the design of the predator in, is more important because um, they had a different design and that was terrible design. And if that would have been what we got, I don't think that the movie would have. Now hold on, I'm pretty sure all these years of merchandise and everything else that we have, like yeah, but that... stupid. That design that they had was simply a placeholder for the special effects that they were doing. It, it, that's what that was not what the, the final design was going to be. Well, but what was it going to look like? The shape of it, yeah. They didn't just, know. Just color. <laughs> that was the whole point. That's why it was a red lobster looking thing because they could chroma key out the red because of the green jungle. Well, I 
I could have sworn there was already like um, concept art of what he was going to look like without it being, you know, Red Lobster. It was just, it did have, it was an alien with a long neck. Yeah. Not that I ever saw. It was not good looking. And uh, of course, the story is apparently on a a plane. Stan Winston was on a plane with friggin' Cameron or something. And they're like, since they just talked about Alien, uh, Stan Winston just like drew the Predator sketch like on a napkin or some shit. And that's what we ended up getting. Like, it sounds like a really lame way for them to come up with a thing, but they didn't have anything. So the, the, the creature design from Predator could have been terrible. I, I'm actually learning all of this for the first time. This is very interesting. Really? You've never seen any of like the docs on like DVDs or any of that shit? No, I don't, I'm not an, I'm an uneducated fool. So, ah, okay. <laughs> so wait, so you're telling me that they didn't know what he was going to look like and then they just kind of made it up as they went along. And then they threw Jean-Claude Van Damme in the rubber outfit. <laughs> yeah. Well, it was a giant red seed, red lobster suit that uh, not even giant because Jean-Claude Van Damme's not that tall. So it was a small, <laughs> small lobster. And then they, they redesigned the creature to be this huge humanoid. And that's how they got Kevin Peter Hall and you know the, the dreadlocks and all the cool shit that we like about Predator was because they didn't know what to do. You know, that movie has two U.S. governors in it. That's yeah. amazing. That's that amazing. is amazing. <laughs> two. two U.S. governors. One was a movie. One was a bodybuilder and one was a pro wrestler. Yes. <laughs> America. Yes. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, I, I think the design of the Predator is just more unique. I feel like Hidora, while it has the three shapes that it can form into. Uh, it, it's essentially a blob of trash. It's it's almost unfair. I mean, fight wise, obviously Hedora wins, but uh, cultural significance and design got to give it to Predator. So Predator wins two out of three. Simple as that. Yeah, I agree. I could agree. To, I could agree to that too. Well, I'm gonna disagree. <laughs> oh shit! Oh shit! Here hey, comes dissenting opinion, Sean. I, I I'm gonna know. give the whole thing to Mister Freeze. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I'm only gonna count one version of Dracula. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I, I I don't know. It's like the I, I I like both of their designs. It's just I don't know if we're judging off of a monster design. I kind of think Hedora looks pretty cool and uh, I, I i don't know i think i might give him the slight edge on the design I category it, I, think, I think it's cool that Hedora has multiple forms but yeah how yeah. many forms does predator have well he is the, there's the big predator with the spikes on his face and he's kind of a dick and then there's the little predator who's a big pussy and he gets fucked up oh wait that's the that's the adrian brody movie <laughs> are you sure you're not talking about hey the, it's five uh... o'clock you know what time it is <laughs> sean it's five o'clock. Do you know what time it is? It's bitch raping time. Bitch raping time. <laughs> oh God. Okay, I'm looking at the the what you're considering to be the predator uh, uh, original costume. Um, did I don't think did they actually shoot any scenes with that? Because the only scenes that I know of that they shot were in the the, the red suit. 
I don't believe they shot any scenes with it, but it was built. Yeah. Like, that looks like that looks like, like it that's because the movie went on break for like because they like ran out of money years. too. Like yeah. Yeah, they took a huge break, and while they were on break, because they're like this monster's terrible. Jean Claude Van Damme was a dick. <laughs> that's how Dan Winston came up with the design. Like, like Jean Claude Van Damme actually make it into the final cut of the movie? No, 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 he wasn't in it. I mean, he could honestly. The thing I he might be in some of those scenes where it's just the 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 blur moving through the. Oh, you know, I'm, I'm, that link I sent it includes a uh, a video with, like, I guess the designer of the suit, and I'm watching on mute right now, but uh, it showed screenshots and behind-the-scenes stuff of, uh, like, Jean-Claude Van Damme wearing part of the suit sitting next to um, Carl Weathers missing an arm. So, <laughs> like, he was actually, they actually shot that scene with the non-lobster version Um it looks like a cheat. Originally, Cheeto. how he actually loses his arm. Now, honestly, it looks like a xenomorph with uh, a like an ant head. It's a stupid head. It's a predalien, bro. <laughs> a predalien. Oh my god. Oh no. All right. So predator wins, right? <laughs> yeah. Sean convinces us the other direction. Yeah, uh, I, I I still stand by what I said. Yeah, I guess everyone other than me is going a predator, so I guess that means predator wins. Um. All right, let's go to the next match. This is an interesting one. We have number eight seed, uh, the Cloverfield Monster. Uh, two appearances. He is 350 feet tall and weighs 5,800 tons. Um, his abilities include thick, heat-resistant skin, strength, and he's covered in smaller parasites. Ew. And he's facing number five seed, Mothra. Uh, five appearances. Uh, she is 200, 200 feet tall, weighs 15,000 tons. Her abilities are scratching and dragging. Poisonous yellow powder and scales, uh, silk spray, and psychic abilities. She also has two little twins. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is my most difficult uh, fight of the night. For me, I have no idea. For me, the the <laughs> fight. For me, the fight is I can only I kind of base it off what's been shown already in the films. But if Mothra can defeat, if Mothra can at least like hold off Godzilla and win in the case of a movie, I think that it could win against Clover, unless you're trying to say Clover's stronger than Godzilla. I think part of the issue here is that I think the Cloverfield monster might win the first two anyway. Mm. I, I think the Cloverfield monster, cultural significance, you could make an argument for Mothra, but like people nowadays more so know about Cloverfield than they do any of the Mothra movies or I, I am just gonna punch you in the face by the end of I think I think if we were doing this uh this battle next March, because won't uh King of the Monsters have come out by then? Uh yeah. n- uh when does it I don't know, when does it come out? It comes out in twenty nineteen, I don't know when. Never mind. Yeah, probably not then. But you know, I don't think uh Mothra's cultural significance, at least in America is very big anymore not that it might have ever been i mean it, it has movies made specifically for that creature i mean it, it's like it, it's like it has a small dedicated fan base but it's not a wide appeal yeah uh, I mean, mothra is one of the big monsters over there in uh over in japan but over as far as like uh, the american uh the American market, which we're all very biased against because it applies to us. I mean, it's very easily to say that right now in America. Don't culturally appropriate our market. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You're American. You just like big boobs and things that explode. That's right. Yes. (laughs) Correct. 
Damn right. Uh, and then as far as des- design goes, Mothra is a giant moth, whereas the Cloverfield Monster, you can say that it's been kind of uh, uh, watered down because of the other J.J. Abrams monsters, but um, it's still a slightly more creative design than Mothra. So for me, the two out of three, I would give it to the Cloverfield Monster. Uh, if you want to talk about the fight itself, I think the Cloverfield Monster might actually stand a chance uh, against Mothra. They're both... Uh, well, my, actually, Clover Monster is bigger than Mothra. Um, mm-hmm. Even though, yeah. f- for some reason, Mothra weighs more. I don't know how that works. I think that's just uh, she's de- she's dense. She's, she's very she carries a heavy burden. She's thick. <laughs> she's with those twins. She's <laughs> thick with she's thick with two C's. She's she's thick AF. Yes. yes. Um, but I don't know how much of her abilities would affect the Cloverfield Monster. Um, she could scratch him a lot. But then again, like the U.S. military did nothing to him. Um, and she, I, I don't think her psychic abilities would really work on it. I think it's already pretty dumb. Uh, it's just a big, Dude. big, dumb monster. Dude. Oh, baby. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe the Silk Spray could do something. I don't know. I pr- probably not. But I, I'm tempted to have all three for the Cloverfield monster. I disagree with everything you just said, and I'm giving all three to Martha. Who's Martha? Why? <laughs> Why did you say, Why that, did you say that name? To Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard wins. Why did you say that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, all right. I, no, I, I, no, I can I can no understand arguments for, for, for giving all three. Or just uh... yeah. What 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 uh, what what are your basis on this? Why, why do you why do you give Mothra all three or Martha First whatever off, you want to call her? The design of Martha is way better <laughs> than the design of the Cloverfield monster. Uh, the uh, cultural significance. It, I actually need to laugh out loud when you told me that the Cloverfield monster has more of a cultural impact than fucking Mothra. Yeah. That is a joke, and you know it. And head-to-head, uh, that's the only one where I, def- I I could see it going either way, but just despite you, uh, I'm going to oh, give it to okay. Mothra. But really, that's actually a pretty even match fight-wise. So even if you call that a draw, uh, Mothra also uh, wins in the cultural significance and design category by far. I want a Photoshop picture of Mothra with Martha Stewart's head on it. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody out there in podcast land, someone make this happen for me. Martha. All right. Well, we have two votes. What, what does everyone else say? Oh, man. Oh, Dad. I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> this, this, this is hard, especially as being like a fan of the, the Toho movies and knowing what, like, like I said before, like with the fight, Mothra has won against Godzilla. And that kind of like, that makes. If, if if Clover beats Mothra, then that kind of linear like linearly meets uh, that Godzilla is weaker than the Cloverfield monster. Uh, but, well, uh, the Cloverfield monster has never been killed. Uh, that's true. Yeah, God, Godzilla always has that cool thing where the baby shoots out of him. Oh yeah. Also, I mean, it ruined John Goodman's face in the second one. So what? <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't even in that movie. <laughs> Wait, what? Are you telling me John Goodman's face is just like that naturally? <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, it's not. It doesn't appear in that movie. Oh, my God. John Goodman, go to a hospital. 
<laughs> Are you okay? Speak uh, to me, John. See, I kind of just really don't like the design of Clover. I never have. Like, Thank you. I think it's <laughs> really you. ugly and boring. Agreed. Whereas Mothra is a very beautiful creature design. Sure, it's based off something in reality, but like to get a creature that's a moth when everyone just thinks of a moth as like an annoying pest, but making it into something that's like as powerful as Mothra, I think is kind of interesting. And just the color of design, like every time they've they've obviously that the remake suits are not even suits because it's a puppet, but uh, they get beat up and then they make a newer one. It's all new and shiny. And I think it was a Godzilla, Mothra, King Ghidorah, the final one oh, that they had. That Mothra was amazing looking. Like so the evolution of that design over time, I really like. So I definitely think I'd give design to Mothra. Did I, get, did I ever tell you how smart Dan Katz is? <laughs> <laughs> um, cultural significance, I lean more towards Mothra. Because I feel like the history is a lot stronger than the the buzz these movies have made, and it's really only become buzz again because of uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane, really, because Cloverfield Paradox has made more people want to shut up about these movies. And now we have like two more of them coming. They, they still people still watched it. <laughs> yeah, I watched it too. Uh, I'm I not going to say I didn't watch it, <laughs> but um, so that would be two out of three for me there anyway, and. I, I I think people I I don't know why people keep just thinking Mothra is just not powerful. Like I don't Mothra is extremely powerful. <laughs> I don't extremely think, powerful. I don't understand like how this is a problem to explain that Mothra is really powerful. It, but the uh, monster is pretty powerful too. It's just he doesn't have things that shoot out at him other than the parasites. That's uh, gross. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. He'll give Mothra. He'll give Mothra worms. Oh god. <laughs> hey, it'll take down any but, any so, normal person. It'll so regardless, give, it'll give you ring rash, bro. How this battle ends, uh, I, I'm going for Mothra. So it'll get you drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I think I am leaning. Well, fortunately, I was think I was leaning towards Clover, but now I'm looking at the designs myself, and yeah, I, I after Dan was describing it a little more, I'm liking Mothra's design mostly just because of the color in it. Um, you know, the, the main screenshot, if you ever look at the Cloverfield monster screenshot, it's always the, well, now it's, you know, bursting through the clouds, but you always see it, uh, from TJ Miller's fucking camera when he's looking up at it against a a gray sky and it just sort of is bland looking while its face looks kind of cool, but I don't know, it's a little silly. Uh, I mean, not as silly as these are all silly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, let's not get into that conversation, Mike. Um, and then, I, I, the battle, I, I can't even really comprehend because we haven't seen the Cloverfield monster die yet. What could kill it? Uh, but cultural significance, I think, yeah, it's, it's sort of like what makes it significant. Uh, what, what a, when we say a cultural significance, like, oh, do we, is it that we know about it or that we like it? I think I, uh... I feel. I think it's it's, it's like, just around the world well, what's more recognizable. Yeah. Well, if it's more recognizable, then I think it's got to be Mothra. I mean, while it looks like a moth, it looks like a puppet moth with wild colors. Uh, and usually if you see a picture of Mothra, it will have two little Asian girls next to it. 
They pray. They um, prayed him off to make it stronger. <laughs> and yeah, I think the latest Cloverfield movie sort of just makes people care less about the series and by proxy the monster. I think people just generally, even if they don't think about it so much, they care more about Mothra because it comes from, even if they're hokey movies, hokey movies that they can enjoy. All right. Well, let me pose it this way. When was, the last... was Jet Jaguar on this list? How come Jet Jaguar is not on this list? Who? Because if Jet Jaguar was on this oh, list. Oh, God. Jet Jaguar. <laughs> he's got his own. He's not a Ho-ho monster. He's been running this table all month. Yeah. <laughs> Jet Jaguar. Oh god, that song at the—that's the song at the end when the kid's riding on yeah. his shoulders. Yeah, oh yeah. my god! Anyway, Sean's gonna. Are you talking about Goldberg? Where Jet Jaguar wins. Jet Jaguar wins. <laughs> that's a uh, Megalon, right? Yeah, that's the Megalon one. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, can can someone tell me the last Mothra movie? I Final just Wars. Said, she in, <laughs> was, was she in Final Wars? I'm pretty sure like everyone was in Final Wars. Yeah. They even brought back Anguirus from freaking. Godzilla again. I, I just think GMK because that was like such an amazing. And and what year was that? Two thousand four, because that was right before uh, Godzilla went on its ten year break. Well, uh, I I still think that more people around the world know Cloverfield. In fact, uh, I think the fact that the movie uh, say what you want about the movie, but the fact that Netflix bought it and have and distributing it around the world actually helps that theory um but i i would like to do a, a a survey of the world and find out who is more familiar with mothra or who is more familiar with the cloverfield monster i would i almost that, that needs to be a question on the next u.s census yeah it's gonna be, mothra. It's gonna no, be mothra, i think it's John. gonna be cloverfield i really do I really cannot believe that. I feel all. like if you were to go out on the street and ask ten people, do you know? Have you have you seen or do you know of Cloverfield? Right, who's calling the dominoes this time? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. I did it last time. Are you more like you go out. Are you more excited to see if maybe if the Cloverfield monster shows up in an, in another movie someday, or are you excited to see Godzilla, Mothra, Rodan? And no, 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 no. We're not. No. You see, you're adding more to it. It's 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 simply Mothra. Are okay, you excited whatever. to see a Mothra movie? No yes, one's going to say I yes. Am. No one's going to say. I'm talking about the people on the street. No one's going to say I'm, yes. I could be on a street right now. You don't know what streets. No, I you're walk. not. You're in your bathroom. <laughs> Evan's uh, going to wear a beard and run out on the sidewalk like, oh yeah, oh Mothra. Uh, <laughs> uh, why don't you go go across the street? Ask my uncle who 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 does he think is would win a fight? Okay, fine. Hey, he probably wouldn't even hey, know Art. where Silver is. <laughs> uh, I think that if you were to poll ten people on the street right now. At least seven of them would say Cloverfield. I think it depends on how the old are these the... people. Are they uh, fucking millenn- dabbing millennials who eat Tide Pods? Then yeah, they like the Cloverfield. Monster. Anyone under fifty like... years old, let's put it that way. Yeah, but if they're like seasoned Japanese men here on business, they're gonna say Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> true. If you <laughs> if you went to some business meeting, the whole all right, fine. We have to put this shit to a vote. Everyone who votes for Mothra say aye. 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 How many was that? <laughs> that sounded like two. I only saw two right, people. Right, Dan, Mothra or Cloverfield Monster? Mothra. Okay, right. Steve. Three. Yeah, Mothra. Uh, Mike. Mothra. I say Mothra. Sean, you're outnumbered. Mothra moves. Oh, on. this uh, is just a trend. I'm just going to be outnumbered. 
Oh, you no. voted for Mr. Freeze in the Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> and he should have won. I did too. I, I, at the As end, the I was a late pull for, for Freeze. Arnold Schwarzenegger character ever. He was the most powerful. Shut up. <laughs> yes! <laughs> he crime fighting covers up a basic insecurity. He dicky cover up an Adam's apple the size of a Toyota. That's great. I love Jet Jaguar I'm so I'm, much. I'm glad I'm reading the English translation of that. <laughs> <laughs> although, I'm pretty, although I'm pretty sure that's a Mystery Science Theater translation, which is wrong. Uh, anyway. All right, let's go to the final matchup, the main event for this week. This yeah. is a heavy hitter. We have number three seed, King Ghidorah, uh, 11 appearances. Uh, it is 490 feet tall and weighs somewhere between 30 and 50,000 tons. Its abilities are uh, flight, gravity beams from its mouth, hurricane winds, durability, regeneration, scales that manipulate light to form a protective barrier, mind control on susceptible beings, electric bite, energy shield, and magnetic powers. And he's facing number two seed. Jet Jaguar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Number two seed, the Xenomorph, yeah. uh, six appearances. Uh, it is anywhere between seven to eight feet tall, weighs 390 pounds. Its abilities are it's an extraterrestrial endoparastinoid species. Uh, has super strength, agility, stealth ability, durability, uh, speed, ability to see in the dark, and a secondary jaw. Now, before we get into this fight, I do need to preface. Um, we, I was uh, pretty much... We've been going through this whole tournament without knowing whether or not the Xenomorph could impregnate its its opponents. Um, and we haven't really run into a problem where that was a deciding factor, but I feel like this one could lead to that. So uh, I'm, I'm going to have to make an official ruling on what we can do with the Xenomorphs themselves. And I feel like it's only fair because in the movies, we've never seen anything that's bigger than 10 feet tall get infected with uh, a xenomorph uh so i feel like if uh the xenomorph is facing anything that is greater than 10 feet tall which is basically 99 percent of the tournament <laughs> uh <laughs> it can't use any eggs it can't uh it can't lay the eggs inside any of the opponents it's just gonna have to be a straight-on fight between the xenomorph or the queen or however you want to delineate it but it cannot impregnate most of the tournament okay uh, here's another question is it one xenomorph no. no that's the other thing is you can use as many xenomorphs as you want uh and the way that we base it off of is if in their movie as long as there's more than one in any given scene you can use that in your argument and it's also it'd be like saying um I, the way i look at xenomorphs is they're kind of like bee it's they're kind of like bees there's nowhere in oh no not the in, bees not the bees, <laughs> but there's just there's never just one bee hanging around. I mean, sure they'll go away from the hive, but there's normally a humongous hive of them. That's just how they exist in most of the movies. Right. Ooh, well, this is tough. I know this uh, this one. I've been dreading this one. Okay, ready? I'm gonna do it real quick, like a band aid. Cultural significance: <laughs> Xenomorph. Battle: King Ghidorah. Design: uh, It's a tie. <laughs> oh, oh no! Kingidora has three heads, so it's Fucked three of them go to go to Fuck. Fuck! It's a tie, guys. There's no possible way to make one win. 
honestly, if anything, I feel like they'd team up. <laughs> they're both <laughs> aliens. They're both they're both aliens, and we'd all be fucked. I say we eliminate Mothra and have these two go into the next round. Yeah. <laughs> just, 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 more just have, have another week to, to figure it out. Fuck. <laughs> that would See, be great. Uh, Who would you put on the other side, though? Triple threat. <laughs> oh man, the three-way fight. Oh shit. I know who wouldn't win. Ah. <laughs> King Ghidorah is such a fucking awesome monster. And it's such a figurehead, too. Three figureheads, really. Yeah, yeah, if you want to be semantic. Sometimes one is robotic. That's true. Oh, fuck, I forgot about that. I haven't seen a mecha xenomorph, although if that existed, I think, you know, we'd all be. Uh, was Mechagodzilla in a video the game? No, no. Mechagodzilla would have been too OP, Evan. Yeah, Mechagodzilla would have won. There was a mecha xenomorph in a video game. That's about it was? It. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm, I had a feeling, I was like, that had to have happened at some point. Yeah. Uh, I, I definitely agree. They're both very, very awesome designs. I personally lean more towards the xenomorph because really? I feel like, as I've said before, when anyone thinks of the word alien and they're anything beyond like a regular education level, they're either thinking of like the greys that were supposedly coming to Earth or they think or of the that. illegals. But yes. Now, thanks to. But if you say King Ghidorah, then everyone thinks of King Ghidorah. <laughs> Or King G- or King Ghidorah, whoever you yeah, like. Wait, I thought it was Ghidorah. What's, what's that? Yeah. <laughs> There's like eight different pronunciations. But I'm talking more about the design, where there is like that's the image that immediately comes to mind of what an alien would look like, and King Ghidorah is also an alien. But you wouldn't think he's an alien unless you know he's an alien <laughs> because he's a fucking three-headed dragon. Just like, oh, okay. Um, I mean, I think it depends on the market you're asking, too, because, like, over in Japan and stuff, he's known as the monster from Planet X. Yeah. Isn't that the... That was the name of the, the first movie. Yeah, I remember. Uh, Godzilla versus... You, you remember, Steve? You were there? I yeah. remember. In Japan yeah. in 1962? I did. I got shot with the lightning. It hurt. That's cool. <laughs> Just the, the origin of design from Giger and his fucked up... Uh, Biomechanoid sexual fantasies that get involved into a, a giant penis monster that rapes people and then gives birth at like the, really showing your true colors there. What? <laughs> Wait, what? What? What is anyone talking about right now? <laughs> Drop more more uh, knowledge on you. Yeah, Evan, pay knowledge. attention. The xenomorph impregnates people with its giant penis. It's a it's a it's a giant rape metaphor basically. Ah, uh, in a in a fucked up way, it is. <laughs> And it's generally the men that, that get it. it, it oh, man. Just, if you think about it. Oh, um, but, yeah. Can we flip a coin? Can we just flip a coin? <laughs> unless, anyone, unless anyone has, like, a definitive... Well, hold on. We, we, we need to... I give Paltrow's significance to the Xenomorph, and I give design to the Xenomorph, so the battle Sorry. doesn't really matter for me. So you have a Xenomorph win. Yes. I have a tie. All right, oh, well, man, we'll get back to you, then. Yeah, this I've got tough. my Two-Face coin here that we can always flip. Can you hear this? No, can't hear that. Uh, no, no. It sounded like a, I don't know. Sounds like nothing. Uh, <laughs> Mike, what, uh, what do you think? Um, battle definitely goes to Ghidra. 
or Ghidorah or King Ghidorah you to you, it. you peasant. <laughs> Monster Zero. Yes. Uh, Another one of his aliases. <laughs> yeah. Uh, cultural significance. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, de- yeah, definitely alien. Fucking xenomorph. Um, design. I don't know. I mean, it's just me personally. I'm a sucker for this gold three-headed winged beast. <laughs> yeah, I think. I mean, as hard as it is, you kind of got to let you kind of got to let bias play into it because there's always going to be something you prefer. And I mean, you can't tell anybody they're wrong. Like, you're wrong for liking that. <laughs> you're wrong. You think mean, that that's they're, cool. They're both really awesome designs. And yeah. yeah. I, I mean, feel like, I feel like either like, or, either or, they, they've stuck talk. around for quite a long time, both of them. So I, I think Aliens probably been more in the spotlight recently, and we might get some more Ghidra in the future. But. Uh, but I mean, obviously, I, I I prefer the Xenomorph as a as a movie creature monster. I feel like it was wrong to not be on last year's <laughs> tournament, but that's a whole nother story. Okay, well, so you have the Xenomorph. I, I just judging by the categories, I guess Mike has Ghidorah. Uh, uh-huh. Steve, who who do you have? Oh, fuck. Uh, I mean, I. I've known the Xenomorph, and I like the alien movies and stuff, but this, again, this is personal bias for me. Like, I grew up on the, the Toho monster movie, so Ghidra holds a special place for me. I'd have to, personally, I'd have to give it to Ghidra because uh, culture significance, yeah, Xenomorph, totally. Fight, Ghidra, yeah, if we're not going to go with the whole impregnating thing, yeah. Um, but then it comes down to design, and for me, I'm personally biased towards Ghidra's design because I think a three-headed golden dragon uh, once again, it just you break it down to this one's shiny. I like it more. Okay. See, just, I just even getting into the cool. fight, though, it's like, what about Gidra's trying to eat the fucking aliens? Still, we got the whole molecular acid thing. It's it, it eats through fucking spaceship hull. So uh, I, I think I think Gidra might be smart in the fight though, because I feel like Gidra might zap one, and when he zaps one, he sees the the he sees the corrosive blood and goes, oh, I better not eat that. Because because not just stupid; he's actually yeah. very, he's very intelligent. I feel like he would be zapping them with his his mouth lightning, and then they'd be like, "Oh, the shit! The ground's dissolving. I better not eat any of them." But the the xenomorph is also super smart. Like they could end up just crawling all over them and then sacrificing themselves. Like that it's not hot. even like shit like that. So it's not even it's not even like Ghidra could fly into space either because you know they could they they, they can survive the vacuum of space. Like. Yeah. Uh. Well. This is awkward because I was going to go Xenomorph. <laughs> oh, um, I think so that's two and two. <laughs> I think uh, definitely culture significance. I would give it to the Xenomorph. Uh, the the original Alien movie was nominated for Best Picture. I think that says a lot right there. And mm-hmm. the fact that it won special effect. It won the makeup. Yeah. For once in history, a movie that actually deserved to win that award won it. And then that was Alien. You, you, mean, you mean not Suicide Squad? <laughs> and the fact that uh, Fox basically mandated that Ridley Scott needed to put a xenomorph in Alien Covenant says a lot right there. Um, even though the movie should have ended way before then. Uh, and I think Ghidorah would probably win the fight, but as far as design goes, I, I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not going to be like Dan and say I'm partial to, to Geiger, but um, you know, it's, I think it's, it's, it's a cool design. Like, you know, you could, you could make the argument that 
Ghidorah is just like any other, um, you know, like, like, for example, we had the Hydra earlier. Like, he's kind of like that, except a little more souped up than uh, a Hydra. Um, and it's, it's, you know, it's pretty recognizable to the point where, um, you know, it, it, it put that design on, on the map and everyone knows what it looks like. Uh, I'll, I'll give them that, but, uh, I, I would go two out of three for the Xenomorph, regardless of the fight. So that brings so us to <laughs> the unenvy and unenvy. Oh, I can't even say it. Evan, it, you're in a bad position here. <laughs> I'm going to flip the coin. It sounds like your tongue's in a small. I'm going to flip the coin. I'm not even kidding because to me, they're tied. So heads is Xenomorph. Tails is Ghidorah. And if it lands sideways, we, we all go home. Okay. Call Dominus. Heads! Xenomorph! Yes! Oh, the Xenomorph comes uh, on! That's uh, okay. I was fine either or in that fight. Yeah. Here we go. It's just good to see that it's not all Toho at the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's nice. It, that's it, very... it very well could have been. It easily. That I mean, been if, if, if Hedora had beat Predator. Yeah, by all yeah. you mean too, but sure. <laughs> Well, but, but looking at the, at this bracket, there there's another possibility of basically either like unless it unless it goes splits between the other things, there's rematches of uh, classic fights that have already. Oh yeah, yeah, no, we'll ready be for the final. <laughs> wow. Uh, there's, shit, there's shit coming up that could have already happened. Oh, well, I guess we'll see. But uh, all right, well that uh, that does it for uh, this round of the tournament. Let's preview the matches for our finals coming up uh, next week. We have Godzilla facing off against the Predator. Oh man! Oh, oh man! Oh man! That's a good one. And we have uh, Mothra facing the Xenomorphs. So oh, I love it! This is great. Uh, and then the winner of those two will face each other in the finals of the Ooh. tournament. Be champion. Oh. Evan, you know what's really interesting? If it comes on. down to those two, where it's like an actual match, um, we should rewatch the movies and then uh, debate possible other outcomes. <laughs> that would actually be pretty cool. Like, like if it's an alien versus predator, like then we can just debate like how that movie should have been. And if it's Mothra uh, <laughs> versus Godzilla, we can just debate other outcomes of the ending of the movie. No oh, man. That would be awesome if we had time, but considering we're doing the semifinals everybody and finals go, at the same every, time, everybody just watch go. everything now. Oh, listen, <laughs> over the course of the week, watch Godzilla and Mothra, and what I think the first one was Godzilla versus Mothra, I think is the name of that movie. That was dumb. And then that watch Alien vs. Predator, and then come back with some ammunition. I don't want to watch Alien vs. Predator. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, truth be told, that. I don't want to watch Alien vs. Predator ever again. <laughs> I, would be, I would be fine never seeing that again. I'll uh, put on Requiem and then just turn the gamma and brightness up a bit and watch that once. And then I'll you remember when everyone like, was oh, like, okay. you remember when everyone was like, oh, Alien vs. Predator, great movie, PG-13. And I remember seeing that and being like, this movie's fucking terrible, everybody. <laughs> no, I walked <laughs> out of that theater like, this was a, such a big piece of shit. They fucked everything <laughs> up. Like, I was so <laughs> mad about everything because like, there's so many great Alien vs. Predator stories that already existed and they fucking couldn't and get one. Right. They blew it. I, I remember I remember I saw Alien vs. Predator with my dad, and he's pretty, like, when it comes to movies, he's pretty wishy-washy. He'll like pretty much anything. And that was one of the few movies we came out of, and he's like, why did we waste our goddamn money? I know. I, I, <laughs> I blame... I, terrible. I blame Paul Thomas Anderson. I blame <laughs> Lance Hankerson directly. Hankerson. Hank, Hank, Hank Roy. 
<laughs> Lance Hemroid, everybody. Lance Hemroid. I blame Martha. You want to get your hemorrhoids? Why'd you say that name? <laughs> Why'd you say that name? Evan, you need uh, to get your hemorrhoids, Lance. Hey. Oh, God. All right, everybody. Uh, speaking of hemorrhoids, let's put a bow on the end of this episode. Ooh, <laughs> see what I did there? Oh. Doesn't make any sense at all. <laughs> Sorry, let me go outside to 7 Eleven. <laughs> what the fuck? It was a quick check. <laughs> oh, it was a quick check. We don't have. 7-Elevens are few and far between up here. Oh, Jesus. All We're right. Sean, we'll start with you. Is there any social media oh, you want to plug? Social media. Uh, follow me on Twitter at the underscore Brack Show. Sean. I, I mean, Steve. Yes? What do you want? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sean, Sean, plug it again. You can follow me. <laughs> yeah, Sean, one more time, just, just for the hell of it. That was at uh, the underscore Red Tube. Got it. it All is. right, Steve. You can follow me on Twitter at son of Kalel with underscore instead of uh, spaces. And uh, YouTube is a big piece of shit, so I have no plugs this week. Whoa. I'm have just, you guys I'm... ever heard of this guy, Logan Paul? He put out this really cool video of a dead body. You guys should check it out. <laughs> yeah, it was really appealing, and a bunch of kids watched it and gave it a thumbs up without even complaining. They're like, dead body, <laughs> dab, 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 dab. Anyway, so uh, Mike, <laughs> any social media you want to plug? Uh, yes, you can follow Sean at the underscore Brack Show. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. That's, yeah, you, you can do that. Man. Uh, yeah, you can follow me at MF Dowling. <laughs> there it is. Uh, and I, Jason Green, you can follow at jgreen89. No, 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 uh, no. That's the old one. You... That's the old oh, one. Oh, sorry. You can, Mike from Red Letter Media, email me at jgreen89 at gmail.com. <laughs> and you can follow me at Green Screen Reviews. No, he, no, he no that's not blah, it blah. I don't know, blah, 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 pod one. Follow us there. Follow us everywhere. Oh, God. I, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> that's it. That's the episode. Tune in next week. To see if we uh, completely just rehash a bad movie or we come up with something totally creative. Yes. Are we going to Hollywood it up or are we going to come up with something new? I hope we don't be Hollywood because then we would be in jail for sexual assault. Oh, Oh, my God. Not in in jail at all. (laughs) Oh, God. That's too deep. Dab, dab, dab. All right. Goodbye. (laughs) (laughs) Get away from her, you bitch. (sighs) Oh. <sighs>